Welcome to TGen Talks. I'm Mark Moran. 20 years ago, patients with pancreatic cancer were told to get their affairs in order. Only 2% would survive one year. TGen has changed all that. Today, two-thirds of pancreatic cancer patients survive at least one year, and the two-year survival rate has gone from zero to 40%. Today, we're joined by one of those survivors, Mr. Steve Milkey and his wife, Janine. Welcome. Thank you. Steve, how was your cancer discovered? I'm a cyclist. Um, I was out on a, our uh, group's normal Saturday ride. Uh, it was a 35-mile uh, ride. That day, I turned the... Uh, 35-mile ride into a 52-mile ride, just took some extra loops, but I got dehydrated and I ran out of water. I dealt with it when I got home, I thought, but the next day I was still suffering from it and I passed out several times, I guess. Um, Janine uh, had me uh, taken by ambulance to the hospital uh, and then they did the normal chest scans. I wanted to make sure I didn't have a heart attack or anything. Uh, and um, I was riding over 100 miles a week, so that wasn't an issue. So we had the uh, scans, and everything was good, and we're getting ready to leave. Leave, uh, And the um, gentleman doctor read the scans, said, oh, by the way, which is always dangerous. Mm. And uh, he said, we saw a, uh, he said, I noticed a dilated duct down your pancreas. You may want to have it checked out. Nothing to lose sleep over, but have it done as soon as possible. That's how we found it. And? I went through a couple scans and about a month later um, had an ultrasound and uh, uh, woke up from that and not only was a doctor did the ultrasound there, my internist was there and another one of our doctors was there and uh, uh, when I woke up and I thought no, this is not good. I think Janine had thought the same thing when she walked in the room saw three doctors there so uh, and um, they had found a small uh, small cyst in my in my pancreas, was a small tumor in my pancreas that he biopsied and said was uh, malignant. And what was that feeling like? Shock. I don't think it really hit me that hard yet. I was like, oh my God, but we'll deal with this. The day before my first surgery, my daughter, Kara, was uh, at a convention in uh, Orlando. And so she just took her rental car and drove down here to be with me and my wife for my day of my surgery and to help with a little bit of the recovery afterwards. Because she had to return the rental car to a place other than where she uh, rented it, she had to take it to the Fort Lauderdale airport. So uh, we went over there to get her, and we were circling the airport, waiting to pick her up. And um, the phone rings, and it was her, and she was crying. We're like, what's wrong? And she said, well, I was standing in line. It was my turn. And a lady called me up to the front counter and uh, asked a standard question, why are you bring the car back to a place where you didn't rent it from? And she said, well, I came down here because uh, tomorrow my dad's supposed to have surgery. It's not looking real good. And I came down here to be with him and uh, with my mom. And the lady's name behind the counter was Bessie. And uh, she reached across the counter, grabbed my daughter's hand, and she said, don't worry, sweetheart. The doctors are going to remove the cancer from your dad's pancreas, and it's going to be fine. Kara's like in shock, and she starts sobbing. And by this time, Bessie was crying too. And she said, well, how did you know? Bessie said, I don't know. It just seemed like I was something I was supposed to say. Nothing like this has ever happened to me before. I'm a Christian, but nothing like this has ever happened before. And your daughter had never mentioned that it was either cancer or cancer of the pancreas. No. So I've held on to that.
The next day, Steve went in to have the tumor removed. Doctors discovered something much worse. The cancer had spread to Steve's liver, stage four. You guys live in Florida. How did you find out about TGen, which is based in Arizona? The company that I worked for uh, was, um, uh, was having their national sales meeting here in uh, Scottsdale, and uh, chairman of a company was uh, helping to raise money that year through the foundation that supports TGen. He was up giving his speech. I was at home sick, thinking I had three to six months to live. Gary's standing up in front of everyone giving his talk about raising money uh, for pancreatic cancer research. And he looked out and noticed a lot of people in the audience were crying. They were my friends, and they knew why I was home. Gary didn't know about it yet. My boss went up and told him about it, and he went, okay, this changes everything. We're not just raising money for good cause now. We're raising money for one of our family. And um, a couple of days later, Janine got a call from the general who runs the foundation, told him about the foundation, told him about TGen, and asked the question, have you ever heard of Dr. Daniel von Hoff? Because Janine works for a, a, a major onco um, oncology facility in South Florida. She went to the doctors, have you ever heard of Dr. von Hoff? They were like, are you kidding? Yes, we've heard of him. You have the opportunity to see him? Go. We'll do whatever he says. So that's how you wound up in Arizona at TGen? Yeah, and I was pretty sick yet. Uh, I couldn't come out right away. I had to wait for like a couple of months. Actually, it was my 60th birthday weekend, and uh, but I'd gotten my first uh, scans done there in uh, South Florida, and um, they didn't turn out as well as we'd hoped. They said there was some growth. We immediately uh, called out to here, and they said, get here as soon as you can. What was your interaction like with him on a personal level? On a personal level, he became like an instant friend. He's this, we found out, a world-renowned doctor. He spent about two and a half hours with us on the first visit. As we were leaving, uh, Janine uh, said on the way out, he's not Dr. Von Hoff, he's Dr. Von Hope, because that's what we felt like. <laughs> How was the treatment that you got here different through TGen? Uh, Dr. Von Hoff read the scans, and um, but what was added uh, a month or so later was um, a substance Dr. Von Hoff told us about called Pericalstrol, which was basically liquid vitamin D, high concentrated, and he had reassured us. And his, he said, don't worry. If this doesn't work, I have 37 other things I can try. My understanding uh, from reading what Dr. Von Hoff had said and what I'd read about is that the uh, Pericalstrol, as in his words, shut off the pancreatic cancer's do not eat me signals. It, it penetrated what he calls a scar, which is around the tumor, uh, and let the... Um, chemotherapy inside and work better. It also helped let the body's um, immune system wake up and T uh, actually T cells penetrate the scar and start fighting the tumor itself. We saw an immediate improvement. In fact, uh, after about five months later, I was cancer free. Janine, what was it like for you as a caregiver? As a caregiver, you need to fill your well because you give and you give and you need to sustain yourself and replenish so that way you're not absorbed by all things cancer. You know, even though the statistics are very dire, why not Steve be one of the per in the percent that survives? And really that's been the attitude that Steve has, has had and that we've taken. I think most people, including us, when you go through life, it's like, a muted palette of colors. And when you're given um, 
a diagnosis like this, everything becomes vivid and you see life like it should be seen. You're an avid cyclist. Um, what did Dr. Von Hoff tell you about cycling and exercise? He encouraged it. He thought uh, when he found out it was a cyclist, he said, uh, and how much I was riding, because like I said, it was over 100 miles a week I was going. He said, keep doing that. You have no idea how much that's helping you fight the cancer itself uh, because cancer hates oxygen. So when you were in treatment, you had taken Dr. Von Hoff's advice and were cycling and you had another accident. There was about 40 of us riding a double pace line. There was a glove in the middle of the road, a workman's glove, um, and um, the pace line split. Everybody split to go around the glove. And uh, as, the, um, as we came back together, the gentleman next to me and I collided. And I ended up with um, broken collarbone, broken shoulder blades, six broken ribs, punctured lungs, uh, and a major concussion. Janine, how did you respond when you got the call from the hospital that Steve had been in that bike accident? Take us through that day. I think uh, the first thought that crossed my mind was disbelief because uh, here he had been diagnosed with one of the worst cancers to get. Then the disbelief quickly turned to fear because when I arrived at the hospital, I saw the extent of the, um, the injuries that he had, which were uh, life-threatening. Uh, we were told at the time that many patients in their 20s that had similar type of injuries that Steve had never survived. And it was because of the good physical shape that he was in, because of the cycling, uh, and his will to survive that really got him through a very difficult six weeks in the hospital. Um, one of the things with the accident that um, Arizona had told us, because of course we, we called right away to let them know what had happened, and they said to make sure that the trauma team treated Steve for his injuries very aggressively and to not worry about the cancer, let the oncologist take care of that. I'm Mark Moran. We're here with Steve and Janine Milkey. Steve is a uh, pancreatic cancer survivor, largely thanks to the work done here at TGen. More than 55,000 Americans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year alone, and the disease will claim 45,000 of those lives. Yes. That makes it the third leading cause of cancer death. How has this experience changed your personal outlook on life, knowing that you beat the statistical odds? Every day is a gift. Every day I know that um, I'm being granted an opportunity. I'm just using every opportunity I have now to pay it forward. How do you deal with the, the fear and the anxiety of the cancer potentially returning? It goes through my mind, but I push it aside. I mean, uh, other than, you know, day before I have scans. I'm lucky. I'm so lucky that what I have worked, but I know people it hasn't worked for. Um, and to find a cure where it won't come back again uh, can benefit others, not only me, but others, because it might come back again. So if you were going to sum up what Dr. Von Hoff and the people at TGen did for you in one sentence, could you do that? Dr. Von Hoff saved my life and everyone here at TGen. I mean, the work that they're doing here is just phenomenal. I mean, I read the statistics. Statistically, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. TGen is doing something that's never been done before conducting six different clinical trials simultaneously at six different locations, each with a different combination of anti-cancer drugs. They're calling it the final assault to find the cure.
Steve and Janine Milkey, we're so glad you're both here. Thanks for joining us today. We wish you continued good health, Steve. Thank you. And Janine, thanks so much for sharing all that with us today. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to pay this forward and to hopefully affect other people in a positive way and to move forward with supporting a cure. If you would like to learn more about TGen's groundbreaking pancreatic cancer research and to learn more about TGen's pancreatic cancer clinical trials at the Virginia G. Piper Cancer Center at Honor Health, or to support this life-saving work, you can visit tgen.org pancreatic. For TGen Talks, I'm Mark Moran. Thank you for listening.